Welcome to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, and thank you for joining us as we begin our season tonight as the start of the NFL campaign kicks off Thursday in Tampa with the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers hosting Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be with you all season long through Super Bowl 56, and I'll be joined on this journey through the entire year with future Hall of Famers Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. Pleased to bring in my co-host, seven-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Super Bowl MVP, and three-time NFL MVP. He's coming back for his 22nd NFL season, our 12th on the radio, but our first season of Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey, Tommy, how are you tonight? What's up, Jim? How you doing? I'm doing great. You ready to go? What do you say when you run out of that tunnel? Is you going to get that banner hung on Thursday night and then you scream what? I'll probably scream, let's and go, which could be actually used in a lot of different ways. So I've uh, been saying it for a long time. It's usually got a good luck, uh, a good luck feel to it. I actually know it's football season because that's when it really comes out the cleanest and the most authoritatively. All right, so let's go. Your quest for your eighth ring, you're 44 years old. It begins on 9-9 against a bunch of Cowboys. Uh, what's the biggest challenge, Tom, in trying to repeat? You had that experience in 2003 and four with the Patriots, and you know how tough it is. What's the biggest challenge? Well, I, I think the biggest challenge is anytime you uh, undertake a football season, you don't understand the adversities that are ahead of us. And, um, you know, there's really nothing that happened last year that's going to correlate into this season. A lot of teams are well improved. Um, I've tried to really talk to the guys, you know, just to say, look, everything's going to be different. And the expectations are obviously different now. You know, not that we were sneaking up on anyone last year. I think there were high expectations for us last year, too. But I think the exciting part is for us is, you know, we do have a year under our belts together. Um, I think we've improved our communication a lot of ways over the course of last season. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of teams that are going to be playing us and seeing us as really their measuring stick. So there's a lot of tough opponents. Uh, you know, the the fans are back. That takes a whole nother uh, aspect of football into it in terms of communication on the road, which is really important. So um, I'm so happy we accomplished what we did last year. This is a, just a totally different story and a totally different um, approach to a season. I'm most excited just about getting out there and playing football with a bunch of guys that I love playing with. And we've had a really good training camp. It feels like a long time, but by the time you get to the first game, you're just ready to play and you're ready to play for something that really matters. And we play a really good football team out of the box in uh, in Dallas. And they're really talented on offense, a lot of really high picks on defense. Um, they expect to have a good season. So it's the way that football season should be. It'll be very unpredictable, um, but it'll be really joyful for all of us. It's, it's usually the best part of our life is uh, outside of our family is going out there and playing football on the field. Well, everybody knows how much you love it. That's why you're in your 22nd year. Let's Go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. Tom, you gave a rousing speech by all accounts to your teammates at the Super Bowl. You didn't speak much to them as a group, basically individually. Uh, this year, as you approach this season, uh, what's on your mind and what do you say to these guys? Because for some of them, you know, it's still their biggest moment. And so I'm wondering what's on your mind that you share with them. Yeah, we have a lot of great veteran players. Um, and I think that a lot of experience at really important positions and, um, you know, experience is as good as your ability to use that experience for uh, learning lessons, trying not to make the same mistakes going forward. So, 
Um, you know, I'm happy we have a lot of veteran players that have played in a lot of big games at this point. And, you know, we returned a lot of our players from last season, which is good. Um, but at the same time, we have to go out and prove it. And there's a lot of people that are trying to, you know, when they beat us, they're going to feel like, man, we, we got a chance to compete with one of the best teams. And, you know, it's up to us to go out there and prove to everybody week in and week out that, you know, we're, we're a team that if we play really well, we're going to be really tough to beat. So, you know, I've just tried to convey the fact that you can't take anything for granted. And, you know, a lot of times when you have success in your life, you think, oh, I could work a little less hard because I've already achieved or, you know, I could maybe cut a few corners. And I think the reality is you actually have to do the opposite. I think you have to cut less corners and I think you have to be just a little bit more disciplined because they're going to prepare harder for us. They're going to focus more playing against us. In turn, we have to do the same thing. So rather than take your foot off the pedal, I actually think you have to put your foot on the pedal and you have to be more aggressive and you have to work harder in order to stay in the place where you want to stay in that, which is near the top with the other best teams in the league. There's very little margin of error in the league. And I think if you let some of your processes slip. I think you fall to a really mediocre team and none of us really want to be there. So I think part of us staying in the position we're in is really maintaining a disciplined process of preparation. I think we have a lot of talented players, but so does a lot of other teams. I think really what's going to allow us to stay ahead is to focus on our communication, our discipline, our execution. Those things are really sustain themselves over the course of a season. And isn't that hard to do? Because the natural inclination would be once you're a success is, hey, I've made it. You know what? I know what to do. And you fall back and you say, let me just turn it on when I have to turn it on. How are you now taking this group and saying, hey, guys, that's not how it works? Yeah, there's a lot of that, too. And I think when you look around, obviously, a lot of other sports, you know, I think when you're on the top like that and, you know, you've covered boxing so many years, you know, it's like, the trappings of, of success are very difficult. You get, you get invited to a lot of places, you know, you, you, you have other experiences in life, which seem very exciting. And I think, you know, when you start to engage in those things, it takes away some focus from football and it takes away focus from your sport. And I think at times where it's going to demand more time and energy, more focus, more attention, it in turn, it's demanding less. And I think that's why you don't see a lot of sustained success it's very difficult to be disciplined over a period of time. Anybody could be disciplined for a week or a month. You know, how are you disciplined year in and year out so that you're able to achieve your very best year in and year out? Because a lot of people have been one hit wonders and one year wonders and even three year wonders. But I think it's very challenging to be a, a career wonder. And I think, you know, we have some guys on this team that they set their sights on that. And when you do that, you have to maintain a certain level that is very different than a level of, you know, having one great year and then one average year and then one great year and one average year. I think if you are a great player, you want to be great every year. That requires great discipline. That requires great emotion. That requires a great work ethic, um, great determination. All of those character traits have to be great as well. Have you often found that guys have become satisfied? You've played on seven championship teams. You've had a lot of teammates. There's 53 guys every year. Have you found that they are one and done? They're satisfied and they say, I, I got what I wanted. Yeah, I'd say it's it's more often than not, you're going to find people that, you know, you, you're finding, you know, players that, yeah, you develop some success and then, you know, you let your mind slip into something else. It's very natural. You have a really good practice, okay, on a Wednesday. Then you, 
you go home at practice on Wednesday and you think, oh man, we're in really good shape. And then you come out to practice Thursday without the same level of intensity. And then you have a really bad practice. And then you're like, God, man, we were so good yesterday. Well, you know, maybe we didn't put the same energy into practice today. So, you know, you got to go out there on Friday and ramp it back up. And I think the point is, is you got to find triggers in your own mind to get yourself, you know, emotionally in a good place every day. You got to feel good physically. And I think those are the things that carry over the course of a season. I think you can't let the discipline slip and you can't let the processes slip. And I think, again, it's more often than not where it actually happens than when it doesn't happen, which again, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why teams don't repeat championship and successful seasons in a lot of sports. And it's because a, it's very hard to win one year. It's even more difficult to win two years in a row. I don't think there's been a team in NFL history that's ever won it three times in a row. So to win one Super Bowl is tough. To win two's, you know, very, you know, obviously incredibly difficult. But, you know, sustaining success is difficult for anybody in their life. And I think in order to do it, you know, you have to set pri- – you have to create your actions around your priorities. And if your priorities are something different, then, you know, you got to reevaluate your priorities. If your priorities are winning, then your actions have to reflect that. And I think that's, that's what discipline's all about. Jim Gray with Tom Brady right here on Sirius XM. Let's Go is brought to you by United Wholesale Mortgage. Any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3038. Licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Findamortgage.com by United Wholesale Mortgage. Tom Dak Prescott comes off an injury. He had that terrible uh, problem with his ankle that we all saw last year in week five. Uh, He's now back out on the field two surgeries later. He's also had a shoulder problem in in the preseason. He didn't play. Lots of doubts and questions. You had a ton of doubts coming back uh, in 2009 uh, off your ACL surgery. What's Dak going to be facing uh, when he faces you on Thursday night? Well, yeah, it's tough for for athletes. You know, you have um, your your processes that are in place to to feel really good. And 2008 season, I tore my ACL. And I was out the whole year. And then 2009, I got back and I felt like, wow, this is, you know, it's it's football. And in football, it's it's full speed and it's maximum tempo. And there's a real game speed to playing football that is hard to replicate. And um, I know for me, it took a little bit of time to get back into that feeling of that I was really playing at the same speed as everyone else. I'm sure that'll be part of it for for Dak. I mean, Dak's one of the really talented quarterbacks in the NFL. He's had some great success, but, you know, I can also um, understand that it's not like like, uh, he's at a full training camp or preseason games. So if I, I always like to play in those preseason games, I feel like it prepares me for the regular season everybody's a little bit different. You know, I see a lot of quarterbacks now that don't even play in preseason games. Aaron Rodgers doesn't play any. Some of the other guys don't play any. Um, I've always felt for me it's a benefit to play just so I can really see where I'm at in terms of where my competition is so that when the games do start for real, I can be executing um, as best I possibly can. GoldenNuggetCasino.com, the award-winning online casino, is now live in Michigan and New Jersey. Play your favorite slot and table games like blackjack, roulette, and more. Download the app onto your phone or play online at goldennuggetcasino.com. 
Enjoy a real casino experience in the palm of your hand. You must be 21 or over. Available only in Michigan and New Jersey. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Coming soon to your state, goldennuggetcasino.com. Much more of Let's Go with Tom Brady. It's brought to you by Morton's The Steakhouse. Celebrate your next special occasion with Morton's The Steakhouse. Morton's is the prime place to take your special someone for that perfect steak and an unrivaled dining experience. Visit mortons.com for reservations and information. That's mortons.com. This is former NFL linebacker and current L.A. Rams broadcaster, Kirk Morrison, here to tell you that my football podcast, Total Coverage, it's back for an all-new season. Each week, I'm joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with both subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald. I'm Jim Gray. Let's Go is sponsored by Ring. With Ring, you're always home. Protect your whole home with the video doorbell, security cameras, and an award-winning alarm team you can install yourself. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a Ring Alarm home security kit today. That's ring.com slash let's go. And let's continue to go with Tom Brady. Tom, uh, covid surging once again in this country, uh, the Delta variant. Uh, the Bucks are 100% vaccinated. Uh, you said earlier this week that you feel it's going to be a big factor throughout this season. What made you say that and why? Well, I just think people are still testing positive. So, you know, we're, there's full stadiums. Um, it feels like life's very much back to normal for everybody. So people have family traveling in on airplanes and so forth. And you know, everyone seems like they're kind of moving around freely. And I just think it's it's already had an impact in training camp. We've had a lot of coaches, some players who have missed time. Um, and around the league, it's kind of been that way too. So there's no reason to believe that won't happen throughout the season. I think we'll just have to deal with people being in and out of the lineup. And, you know, we'll just do the best we can do with the situations that present themselves, but they'll be very unpredictable. And, you know, people who feel like they're doing all the right things, unfortunately, there'll be a lot of bad luck that, that happens as well this time of year. So um, we'll just have to deal with it as it comes and then try to do the best we can, just like we did last year. I thought last year our team did a good job trying to really stay disciplined. I'm not someone that really likes to go out too much anyway. So, you know, hopefully I can be there all season, but, you know, we'll just we'll have to see how the season goes. I think everyone's going to need a little bit of luck to, to make it through this season. Cowboys have already said that Zach Martin, uh, they're all pro guard. Uh, in all likelihood, is going to miss the game with a positive test. Uh, but you're always proactive about health and well-being. How important is it for athletes and non-athletes to try and do everything to have proper nutrition, uh, lead a healthy lifestyle, uh, you know, try and enhance your immune system? Uh, what do you recommend that just an average guy, an average fan, uh, not a professional athlete, should do uh, during this during this pandemic? Yeah, and even outside, you know, like I said, professional athletes are one thing, but we're all trying to stay healthy. I mean, I think that's at least my goal. Um, you know, for myself, I tried to be really proactive over a period of time. And if you wait to get injured in football, you know, you're it's it's too late. It's like saying, you know, you wait for your car to break down or you wait for your car to run out of gas before you do anything. You know, our bodies are engineered for, uh, you know, what we what 
are engineered pretty well. And if we give it what it needs to function well, it's going to, we're going to optimize our performance. Um, I thought long and hard, you know, with, with, uh, you know, my best friend, Alex, who I work with about the things I'm eating and how I'm drinking and, you know, what I'm drinking and how I train and how I recover. And it's been really a huge part of the reason why I've been able to play as long as I've had 22 seasons in the NFL. And, you know, I feel like just that commitment of trying to be proactive rather than reactive uh, has served me really well. And it's something that I always love talking about. And I try to really help my teammates as well, because, you know, we have goals of playing and we have goals of, of winning and being available to the team is really important. But, you know, so many teams miss the boat on that. Every time I turn on the TV, I see on the bottom scroll, people that get injured in basketball and hockey and soccer and football and so many of these injuries can be prevented um, if if they have the opportunity to do the right thing. And, um, you know, hopefully that's where the education process is. And for someone like me who's had, you know, obviously a lot of success staying healthy over a period of time, I'd love to be able to teach people as I go forward, like I've tried to do on my own team. But beyond that, you know, other people who want to feel the same way and optimize their potential as well. Tom, that's a great message. Uh, also, you had a message this week uh, in, an, in another interview uh, that you gave. Uh, you talked about the blame game of life. And you had some really interesting comments uh, about that. And one of the things that stood out to me is that you said that life is always changing, adapting to different things is what you told Peter King. And you said we would never teach our kids that, you know, we want to blame everybody and shame everybody and guilt everybody and put it all on them, um, that's not living your best life. I thought that was a really interesting message, but football is the ultimate blame game. You missed your block. You didn't catch the ball. Uh, I threw an interception. It was his fault. Uh, the referee didn't throw a penalty. So how do you avoid getting out of the blame game when it's so prevalent in society? Yeah, and I feel like it's more so now than ever. You know, it's I think it's a really challenging thing, especially for you know, as athletes, you know, you see it on, on whether it's social media or TV or, you know, anything that you really follow. Um, you know, if like you're teaching your, you know, and I think what I was alluding to is I'm thinking about my kids, you know, and raising them as a dad, you know, and it's like, I'm never going to put them into a team sport and say, okay, listen, the first thing that goes wrong, just point the finger at the coach or point the finger at your teammate. You know, I think like all the things I've learned about sport, you always point the finger at yourself and you say, how do I make this situation better? Or how do I, find a solution for what we're going through. And, um, you know, pointing out problems and criticizing without giving solutions is just complaining, you know, and it's, it's one thing about team sports that it teaches you. And I think me being in team sports for 30 years, I've applied it to a lot of aspects of my life was just, how do you find solutions to problems and not just complain about problems? Um, you know, I always try to be part of the solution for things and I'm not always right, you know, in my solutions, but I'm trying to figure out how to convey messages that can lead us to the right place and lead us to the right answer. Again, when you turn on the TV, it's very hard to find because the reality is, is what's selling on TV is a lot of um, conflict, uh, constant conflict and a lot of fear. And again, you blaming, you know, this person and that person. And it's very exhausting, you know, because it's a lot of negative emotions that can fill our minds with that. And I think you better be able to balance that out in your life or else it becomes very challenging to navigate. And I think for your kids, you know, for me trying to teach my kids, look, this is how we're going to handle these situations. We're going to handle them in the best way possible, especially in team sports and 
you know, you're going to endear yourself to your teammates when you take accountability for things that are happening as opposed to, you know, placing blame on other people. So, you know, sports is a great, you know, has been for me a great metaphor for, for different aspects of life. And if you want a successful family, if you want a successful business, if you want a successful team, everyone needs to buy into what the team concept's all about. And that's trying to do the best you can do, understanding that sometimes the best you can do is, isn't always going to be a win, you know, because the competition stuff out there. And that just comes with playing is sometimes you lose. And when you lose, you lose together. And when you win, you win together. And again, that's been the best part of team sports for me. You know, it's interesting, but don't you sometimes have to call a guy out or call something out because they are to blame? And isn't that how you get to accountability? Absolutely. But I think you do that in a way where you, the other people still feel like you care about them, but you don't show them up in front of other people, you know, and you don't humiliate people and you don't uh, instigate a reaction from another person. If I've got a problem with someone, I'm going to go to them and I'm going to say, look, we got a problem. I'm not going to do it in front of other people where now he's got to feel like he's got to defend himself. And I think the humiliation aspect is, is a very hard thing. And, and, um, you know, I try to avoid that in my leadership style. I definitely try to avoid that. I would try to, I just talk to people one-on-one. I say, look, this is the deal. This is how I see it. Tell me, this is a dialogue. I want to communicate about this. I don't want to dance around the subject. I feel like we need to get to a better place. How can I help you get to a better place? And how can you help me get to a better place where we see this the same way? Jim Gray with Tom Brady right here on Let's Go. Tom, you've asked to speak to the manager, and it's regarding the changing of the rules by the NFL regarding jersey numbers on players. Uh, You said it's dumb. We're going to see a lot of bad football. (laughs) Explain to the public, what exactly is the problem here? Well, I feel like a broken record at this point uh, with with this. Um, It's going to be challenging over the course of the season, I think, for players um, on offense to identify the defensive players with the way that they've changed the numbering system. And it used to be uniform around the league that, you know, defensive backs would have to wear numbers in the 20s, 30s, or 40s. Linebackers were 40s, 50s. Linemen were 60s, 70s. You know, everyone would say, well, the quarterback's just got to watch film. But the reality is everybody has to to do those things. We've had actually several players on Dallas that changed numbers yesterday. So you don't have film of them with their numbers on it. It's, it seems like a small thing. I really don't think it's a small thing, but I may be in the minority. I'm a little more old school than everyone else. I didn't think there was any reason why it should be done. I just thought it was a really pointless thing to, to change. That's going to have a negative impact on the game. So again, I just feel like I want my voice heard. um, And I certainly have voiced it over a period of time. And, you know, maybe one day they'll go back to a more uniform numbering system or else, you know, you could say, why doesn't anyone wear a jersey? Why does anyone have a jersey number? Just put them out there and put them in white shirts and we'll be in blue. And that's the way it's going to be. It'd be very challenging to, to play football without being able to identify who your opponent is. Tom, unfortunately, uh, and it's an awkward transition, uh, you lost somebody very dear to you, uh, David Patton, a teammate with you on the Patriots uh, with three of your Super Bowl wins. Uh, with the team, um, caught your first and only touchdown uh, in your first Super Bowl uh, back in 2002 against the Rams. Tom, it's a great memory, and it's a, a tragic moment, dying in a motorcycle crash earlier this week. Yeah, David was a great friend, and uh, obviously heartbreaking to hear the news, and he was an amazing teammate. Um, one of the great teammates I've been around um, was a great man on and off the field, and it's just a real tragedy. Uh, David was a minister. His faith was very important to him. Um, 
just really hard to hear the news. And uh, obviously, my thoughts are with his family. Um, just a very tough time for the Patton family, for his ministry. And uh, everyone who loved David certainly shared uh, a lot of prayers around the country uh, with his passing. So uh, just a, a tough week when you, when you hear certain things like this. Final thought, and this will be a little more upbeat. John Madden loves opening day in football. He's always wondered why there isn't bunting out, why nobody's out there throwing the first pitch like in baseball. Like it just kind of comes in the game and we kick it off. Do you feel the pageantry of opening night? I guess you will because you're hanging a banner. Should there be more to it like baseball, the celebration of, of what now is America's most popular sport? Yeah, that's interesting. I never thought about that. And there's no uh, first pitches in football. Maybe what would there be a first throw, first kick? You start off a football game kicking it, so it would be a first kick maybe. Yeah, you know, they, the NFL, obviously, there's a lot of pageantry. There's concerts and stuff like that. And I'd say there's a lot of buildup on TV, on the Internet with the first game. But I think for all of us, I think at this point, once Labor Day comes, uh, you feel like it's football season. And it's a good time of year for all of us. And we really get focused on the things that we love to do, which is play and compete. And um, the intensity gets ramped up. The competition gets ramped up. And it really weeds the people out. It, it weeds the weak-minded out. It weeds the physically weak out. And I think it really, you know, the, the tough guys rise up and they rise to the occasion in sports. And that's what competition's all about. Tom, look forward to another great season. Best of luck on Thursday night. And we will talk to you next Monday night. Let's go! Let's go, baby. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. This week's episode of Let's Go with Tom Brady is available wherever you stream your podcasts. Subscribe today, give us a five-star rating, and leave a review. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions to letsgo at SiriusXM.com. Let's Go with Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. Talk to you again next Monday night right here on SiriusXM. Sirius XM Podcasts.